Hello beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls One Doc. It's your girl BD and Florence the fiance is on hiatus. So today we have another special guest. She is she looks she's looking at me. So she is an absolute babe, honestly a beautiful soul, a beautiful face. She's been proper supportive and also She's in cybersecurity, so I feel like it makes sense to do this with her. It does. It's Olivia. Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm just so excited to be here. We know we heard. I've said it so many times. I'm just no, like, honestly, oh. I'm, I'm also excited for you to be here because it's just kind of like, oh, it just makes a lot of sense. I know. I mean, the topic, the person. It the up, topic, you know? the person, the vibe, it makes a lot of it's sense. It's all my thing. Um, and also, she's a podcast babe. Obviously, like, I just wanted to bring it up. She's, she's familiar with the mic, innit? <laughs> She knows how to, how to dance with the mic in it, so it made a lot of sense. Um, today we're drinking. We've we're been drinking. drinking, actually. What we're drinking at the moment is uh, the Asti. Let me see. What does it say on there? Can you read it? It says Alini Asti. Alini? Yeah. Is it? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Alini Asti. It's one from Lidl. I've, I've been talking really about good. this. Yeah, I've been talking about it for time. It's very nice. Uh, obviously, it's going to be on our Instagram if you want to look. There's going to be a link in the show notes so you can check it out. Um, but yeah, you know, I love a sweet thing. Live loves a sweet thing. I just like sweet thing. It's go. quite good. It's better than like Tesco versions and all that. Yeah, it's the best one. Yeah. The little and it's the best priced one. How much is it? It's like five twenty nine. Five twenty nine. It used to be four forty nine, but inflation. Inflation. Everything's going up yeah, there. Yeah, Can't find eggs as well, by the way. But that's another point. Is it I, I thought it was just me. No, there's no, no eggs. Apparently in Lidl, they only had the six and they're restricting you, you can only buy two at a time. I I've been trying gone. to find eggs because I have avocado and I'm like, so what am I supposed to do? Just have avocado yes, by itself? Yeah, honestly, that's what I have it with in the morning. But yeah, there's no eggs. So what, what is that, Brexit? Yeah, Brexit. Everything is, yeah, short supply. So like, I went into the shop empty, empty. Do you know what? I was looking for stuffed mushrooms, yeah, for the longest time. They're back now, thank God. Are they back? Yeah, I've had, I've, I bought I've bought them a couple of times since since the last time I ranted about this, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, there was a time when there was no stuffed mushrooms. There was a time when I couldn't get any chicken wings. Chicken, you're joking. Yeah, chicken wings, it was... <sighs> Do you know the one that I've been by. really feeling recently? Courgettes. So I can't relate. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I eat courgettes quite a bit, and You're unfortunately, no. But seriously, hear me out. They've been gone for like two months. My mum and I were having conversations about being like, "Where's the courgettes?" They came back in stock. Is it like Brexit? It must, it must be. be because since Brexit, when I get into the shops and I'm looking in the vegetable section, everyone's like, oh, "It's bare in here, isn't it?" I'm like, "Yeah, there's nothing here." It's crazy. But yeah, I just want to let the record show. I voted to remain. Yeah, same. So uh, this documentary that we're doing today is called Coded Bias, right? It's available to watch on Netflix. It's a film by Shalini Kantaya and it was released in 2020. So it's not that old. And also 2020 is when The Social Dilemma was also released. And I think I mean, we covered that in episode, I don't know, like 24 or something like yeah. that. And um, that was a great documentary. There are definitely parallels between the two. Um, but yeah, it's a great documentary. I would recommend watching it. Yeah. What did you think? Did you enjoy it? I absolutely loved it. As someone that's in like cybersecurity, yeah, data, it makes sense. Like, this it? is my bag. Um, I was thinking about what, and I mean, I've said this on the podcast before. Like with each guest that we've had on here, like I've been trying to think, okay, what documentary makes the most sense? Like what would vibe? Like what would whatever? And like, I just thought, you know what, Olivia, like this would make so much sense, and yeah. it just seems like a really good documentary as well. So um, yeah, it opens up in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and we are at MIT, which stands for the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, which I didn't know. I just heard of MIT is a good- uh, Yeah, like you need to go to. You need to go yeah, to, yeah. exactly. 
So the subject of this documentary is Joy Bulamwini, and she is our Ghanaian American Canadian. She's Ghanaian. Yeah, she's Ghanaian okay. American Canadian. I googled her because I was like, "Where's this girl from?" Yeah. And I was like, "Bulamwini." I was like, "I've not heard that name before." I thought she was Nigerian. Same. I obviously, she was Nigerians yeah. always think that everyone's Nigerian. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, mm, "Let me just double check." But it said she's Ghanaian American Canadian. Okay. Is what it said. So, so, so Ghanaian, basically. So Ghanaian, exactly. So uh, she is a computer. <laughs> so, like, the rest of them are coming from the girls. She she's black. She's black. <laughs> Beige, flourishing beige, bitch. I'm black. Um, so she's a computer scientist and she tells us that coding basically allowed her to detach from the problems of the real world. And I feel like this is really relatable because mm. this is how I feel about Real Housewives. I feel like it allows you mm. to detach from the real world. Escapism. Escapism. And it's like you're having a great time. Obviously, coding is probably a lot more useful than the Real Housewives. But either way, <laughs> escapism, joyfulness, happy times. Exactly. And that's what she says. So at MIT, she takes this class called Science Fabrication. And in this class, you basically can make whatever you want, like stuff that you wouldn't normally be able to experiment with or make in a normal like sort of setting, right? So Joy has this idea and she wants to make what she calls an Aspire Mirror, which it can kind of superimpose, is that how you describe it? Like superimpose mm. like inspirational things onto your face. Yeah, so yeah. for example, like she could put like a lion or our good sis, Serena Williams. Yeah, kind of making you feel like, listen, you're that bitch. Yeah, yeah. you're that person you're that person so she gets this software which is supposed to track your face which sounds like simple enough right mm. wrong okay because it didn't work and it doesn't work for joy until she puts on this white mask when i put on the white mask detected i take off the white mask not so much and we see it like we see it in the documentary like mm-hmm. she puts on the mask and it says um face detected detected yeah she takes it off and it's like she's gone it's like, eh, eh, yeah literally and then it's like huh interesting so she's like okay like she doesn't just jump into a racism bias like she mm. thinks okay let's problem solve maybe it's the lighting like you know like maybe it's the angle that i'm looking at the camera and i thought like maybe it was her glasses because she's wearing yeah. these like hexagonal shaped glasses um and like when i do you know when you go heathrow i was about to, your, to say put your passport in yeah you have to like take off your glasses or whatever to do it yeah i was like, oh maybe it was that and then i was like there's no there's no way there's an hour 25 document um hour 25 minute documentary no. about the fact that she has to take off her glasses like and i'm sorry but if you can open your phone with your glasses on with apple id face id well 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 so, and do you know how many different pairs i have and it works every single time every single time <laughs> hair up hair down makeup up, literally makeup on. every single time literally so, different hairstyles everything so as i'm thinking all right cool like maybe it's her glasses they show us a scene of her trying it without her glasses and the same thing happens and mm. i was like well there goes my theory like literally there's like they were in my mind at the time like, as i was thinking glasses they were like no bitch it's not the glasses yeah <laughs> so joy tells us that we have to teach computer things like we have to basically provide them with what they call data sets um so if you wanted to detect faces we have to show them bare faces so it can mm. start to understand what is a face like what constitutes a face and then it can recognize them and detect them in the future right mm. cool so joy is like all right cool do you know what let me look at the data sets that this particular program had in order to learn and she finds that they're mostly white men and just white people in general mm. so it wasn't familiar with faces like hers and i'm sorry like a face is a face is a face do you know what i mean mm. like for the most part two eyes and nose and mouth like what? And it's like, all white people don't look the same. So like, there's going to be variations in the noses, in the eyes, in the lips, like... Skin tone. Skin tone. Like, so what... Besides, like, what, what? No, but I do feel like they probably have taken 
like me- I would say measurements, but you know the the diameter of the nose, like the, the whitest spaces. whites, exactly. Because we tend to have wider, more flat noses, yeah, fuller lips. But even still, a face, well, to face. I get, but a face is a face. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, but I guess face. so. Like, literally, yeah. if, if all they know, because we are saying that in terms of having seen bare different ethnicities and stuff, if the computer all they see is this like delicate nose and like light skin and light stuff, skin. Yeah, they're yeah. probably thinking, okay, this is not a face. And so what is it? Am I animal anyway? No. <laughs> So um, <laughs> this yeah, is, literally, we'll get onto that. But yeah, but well, 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 that's what they be seeing. <laughs> Primates. <laughs> oh, this Shall documentary we, was so good. Like it was, it was long, but it was worth every minute. Honestly, like, I definitely recommend watching it. It's on Netflix. Coded bias, right? So this is what makes Joy look into the issue of bias. And so, although I'd never seen this documentary in particular, I'd heard of bias like on Twitter. Mm-hmm. because there was this like whole thing about the image cropping algorithm and how it always chose like the whiter slimmer faces to show and there's this whole article on it i'm gonna put the article on my instagram so you can go look at it now but like literally just showing that like it would always choose to crop the image and show the whiter face mm. when you click on it you'd see like darker faces but it would never choose that no matter yeah, what yeah, yeah. there's even one with like pictures of obama and it was like just photoshopped lighter images of obama and it would always be the whiter image that would show up are you serious yeah yeah, I remember seeing it on Twitter, but I'll show you the article. It's on our, it's on our, it'll be on our Instagram. I'll send it to you now. Okay. So we get this talking head. Her name is Meredith Broussard, and she's the author of this book called Artificial Unintelligence. And she's basically saying, like, all the sci fi AI stuff is like made up. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. all dumb. Mm-hmm. What we actually have is narrow AI, and that's basically maths. Yeah. And she says this bit about how, like, the founding fathers of AI are basically white men. And Meredith makes the point that everyone has unconscious biases. And so those are obviously going to be embedded into the work that you're doing. So mm-hmm. they're doing AI stuff. So obviously they're unconscious bias. And it's not to say they're like bad people, but their unconscious bias is basically embedded into the software that they're making and that software is now being applied to everyone Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so joy looks into this bias a little bit more so i looked at ibm microsoft face plus plus google it turned out these algorithms perform better on the male faces in the benchmark than the female faces they perform significantly better on the lighter faces than the darker faces so for lighter men, the software was 100% accurate. Lighter women, 93.6% accurate. Darker men, 98.7% accurate. And then darker women, 775 It's always us. It's always us, I first of all. It's always us. But then also like the men, so it's, it's more skewed men than like whites in this particular yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, the darker yeah. men were higher than the lighter than the, women. The lighter women, yeah. And obviously, fuck us in it. Like, fuck my drag. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, did it? 77.5. Everyone's in the 90s. 97.5. Very disrespectful. Yeah. Very disrespectful. But Joy makes a really good point, basically saying, like, look, we use data sets to train machines. And so if the data sets are skewed, which they often are, then the results are also going to be skewed, which mm. means the machine is, the learning is also going to be skewed. So they're Absolutely. not really, truly learning about the whole population, right? So this goes from a whole, like, oh, I want to get my mirror to work to what does it mean to be in a society where AI is increasingly governing the liberties we might have and what does it mean if people are discriminated against? So it becomes a lot, it's like deeper than rap, right? Because it's kind of like raw, like, okay, this is all just about a cheeky fun mirror. Cheeky mirror and now it's turned into discrimination in technology. <laughs> like she's really opened it's up a can of worms. She's literally opened up a can of worms. And that's this documentary is basically that can of worms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now we meet Kathy O'Neill, PhD, put some respect on her name. Okay. Doctor. She's the, <laughs> she's the Dr. author. Dr. Kathy to you, man. She's Dr. Kathy. Miss Kathy, if you're nasty. <laughs> she's, 
gosh. She even looks like one of them people that low key. Yeah, like a yeah, little I really liked her. I did enjoy her. I really, really liked her. I enjoyed seeing how she looked before and yeah. also how she was now. It's like she's found herself. Yeah, it's like she's hair. just so much free and out of her blue hair. And her blue hair and her little son. And her I little thought son. was her daughter. Yeah, me too. But but I think maybe because the hair's just long. Yeah. That's what I thought, maybe. I did think something else, but... Yeah, but then I wasn't sure. And I, I was like, wasn't it's a kid, sure. let me just shut up. Yeah, they, they give they think the son, so they exactly. the gender. Said, yeah. They provided the gender. Exactly, so we, so we don't have you. to speculate because we've been told. We've been told. So she is the author of Weapons of Mass Destruction. These book titles that we've heard so far, I was like, well done, you. The play on words. We had Artificial Unintelligence and we had Weapons of Mass oh Destruction. Gosh, I was like... so good. There's another one, actually. Well um, done, you. Oh, this wasn't that great. Invisible Woman, but I'll come on to that in a second. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah when we on. get there, you let me know because I didn't yeah, write I'll that down. <laughs> so um, she gives us the definition of algorithm because really we all use that word, but do we know what it means? Mm, mm. I don't know. The way I describe algorithms is just simply using historical information to make a prediction about the future. What worries Kathy about AI and, algori- and algorithms and all that stuff is power because the people who own the code run things right so like she says for example like getting a loan like there's no appeal system there's no accountability the people in power decide what the code is and then Mm -hmm. like you either suffer from it or you profit from it like there's no you have no like say say. no there's no accountability structure nothing it's just like they decide and that's it and then that's it and so Kathy's like, you know, people think that because computers aren't humans, they don't have the bias or the uh, or the evil that humans have. Mm. But this is very dumb because computers are programmed by humans, by humans who have biases and can be evil. So it's kind of like they see it as like this passive that always a computer. Okay, but mm. who programmed the computer? That's the thing. Like when they talk about it, it's like computers are meant to be centered on this whole idea of operational efficiency. Robots just make things work better. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like you said, who's telling these machines to do certain things? Like yeah. They're not standalone autonomous machines. Yeah. You know? And that's what people, that's the guys they use to hide what they're doing. Exactly. It's after the robot. And then I think because people, and we get into this later on, but people don't really understand what's going on. So they just kind of like, oh, but it's a computer. Mm. Like it's a computer. Mm. And it's just such, such an easy, like, like, okay, like, this is an explanation because it's a computer. Yeah, if it goes wrong, it's a glitch. Yeah. You know? Exactly. It's we're a glitch just... as opposed to a coded bias that you've built into exactly. that. Exactly. That a human glitch. person did. Exactly. Based on their own, like, biases. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. So now we're in London. In ends. In ends. Leicester Square. And there's this lady called Silky Carlo. And she's from the Big Brother Watch UK. I'm not going to lie. At first, I thought it was, like, Big Brother the programme. I thought it was that as well. And I, I was, was like, like, why is she What's here? the relevance? I was like... <laughs> <laughs> like I, that was not mean. Oh. I was like i'm sorry but i quickly learned that it was not the big brother program it was big brother watch uk i thought she was scouting sorry i thought she was actually looking for people i was like yeah like, i was i was like what what are we doing here yeah big brother uk i was like is everything okay how did we get here like nobody's <laughs> supposed to be here <laughs> so she's telling us that they use facial recognition software just cash in the street or willy-nilly just basically scanning to see if anyone's dodgy right yeah yeah, yeah. so you might think okay amazing like safety measures and you know everyone is keeping the public safe Safe. but 98 you heard me correctly 98 that means that two percent is remaining 98 (laughs) percent yeah of these matches are incorrectly matching an innocent person as a wanted person Mm. that's like me and olivia going to leicester square and then they uh even in fact us going to leicester square yeah Mm. and then them doing facial recognition and then saying olivia is a, a a terrorist 
Help me. Can you and me it? too? Because think about ninety eight percent. Like Loki, that's both of us. That's both of us. Maybe mine is my little toe. That's <laughs> both of us. Yeah, trying to say like, oh yeah, we are, we are who we're not. And it's yeah. not saying like, oh, you're just a random person. That like, it's like saying you are a dangerous person. You're exactly. someone that they're looking for. Exactly. And then 98 percent of the time, they're wrong terrifying so they do research at big brother watch uk and they they find that so it's not just they're pulling a number out of the air like they literally do research and find this they also say that i mean to be honest we don't hear like the sample size of the research no. like so i mean we're taking it all with a pinch of salt but like 98 percent is crazy right but then also it's only crazy if there's like a big sample anyway it doesn't matter but either way 98 percent is enough you to know not to do it it's not working yeah like it's, it's enough you to know it's not yeah, working but the thing is with research is that like your sample size actually matters like imagine if there was only like 10, ten people <laughs> <laughs> to be honest even if it's 10 people that's actually wild it's still but like, wild imagine if there was a thousand people and 98 percent. that's a much stronger case to be like okay this is fucked exactly. do you know what i mean exactly. obviously this documentary wasn't about their research so i guess that's why we didn't get all the information about it but it's just being able to have a critical mind and think like what is the information presented in front of me is it accurate is mm. it reliable is it fair like can i judge it the way that do you know what i mean mm. but um yeah either way 98 percent is this shit so they also say that like them having your biometric data, which is like your fingerprint and all that kind of stuff, they can't just come up to you in the street and say, give me your fingerprint. They have to have a reason to do that. So why is it then that they can just have your face, your face? Just there. (laughs) Just there. Because you happen to go out to Central one day. Just mind your business. You might even just go just quick, quick shopping, link up with your friends and next minute you're wanted. You're wanted. Wanted for a crime you didn't even commit. You didn't commit. It's crazy. I was like, nah, I need to wear my mask. Like, I need to be out with my mask on because, anyway, we learned that that doesn't even help later on. So this is mad scary. Um, And so, this this is the later on yeah so we get into this proper it's a proper british scene like this scene for me was just so quintessentially british yeah so british so british so silky she's out in london and she's telling people about this facial recognition camera on this van so basically from what she said like there's a van is green if you're out there looking for it yeah it's green was it green yeah it was a green van okay great did i imagine no it was definitely green yeah it's green and it has cameras on the top of it yeah and those cameras are facial recognition cameras yeah and police inside and police inside and also outside Mm. so she tells this guy about it yeah Um, and he is walking past it so he covers his face because now he's informed about the fact that there's facial recognition exactly yeah he covers his face yeah when he's walking past it and the police stop him and they give him a fine the guys up there inform me that they've got facial recognition so i don't want my face recognized yeah i was walking past and covered my face and he's like i'm like it's facial recognition software i don't want my face recognized yeah so then silky starts talking to this older lady in my head i was like this is some random lady but it turns out she's the baroness jenny jones she's a big woman you know? she's a big woman you but know that's later because she's like i'm gonna chat to the I police didn't know until later. do you want to come with me she's like yeah yeah Guy came out of the station, saw the placards, was like, yeah, I agree with you, walked past here with his jacket up. The police then followed him, said, give us your ID, doing an identity check. It's like, you know what, this is England, this isn't a communist state, I'll have to show my face. I'm going to go and talk to these officers, all right? Do you want to come with me Yes, yes, yes. So, but can we can we go back to that scene though? Yeah, go, the back, man, go, yeah. Back, go back. The man's like, "Why aren't you naking?" Yeah, he's like, "What well, you want your naking?" I'm not having my face on there. What do you mean? He's he's so angry. He is irate. But the thing is, uh, I get it because even when he's like, "Oh yeah, like why why aren't you naking?" Because I had the um the captions on and they said, "Why aren't you legging?" And I was like, "Oh, you guys are not British." Yeah, and she was like, "Why aren't you naking?" Because he basically, <laughs> basically saying like, "Oh, you shut up. No, you calm down. No, you calm down." What do you mean? I'm not my face on there. I don't want my face on there. 
want my face she on told me, She told me not recording. I said, no. Yeah. <laughs> if I want to cover my face, yeah, I can cover my face. Why is that Loki giving me a fine? But you know what I was thinking when I was watching it? Loki, and we'll get on to what else they discover, yeah. But mm. he got all irate because, you know, he had the, 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 the privilege because there's no way I'm going to start telling the police to wind their neck you and their, their legs in. And I'm leaving a fine. He yeah. was He was giving it. He, he was had, like a white, like, cockney guy. White, it? cockney guy. But yeah, they told him. And yeah. he was like, no, I'm not having it. He's not having it. But the thing is, is like, I just I just feel like I don't want my face all out there. And like, no. to some extent, like, we're all kind of fucked because do you have Facebook? Do you have Twitter? Do you have Instagram? And even if you don't have those things, do your family have them? Are you on mm. there? Like, your face mm. is out there somewhere. Like Somewhere. It's very unlikely that you don't have a digital footprint. Like, at yeah, some yeah. point, you, you have one, no matter how big or small. Mm. But still, like, if I am just literally minding my business, walking down the street, just because I'm covering my face doesn't mean I'm guilty. It means I don't want my face out there. Exactly. Like. And he, no one consented to that. And no one consented, consented to that. Consented to that. And also, you can't, like, consent to that. You can't, you can't, there can't be some disclaimer, like, oh, if you get off at this train station, you're consenting to being facially recognised. What? So yeah, what? Now yeah. I can't go to where I want to go to. That's what I'm saying. Because we've got like six million cameras in the UK. Mm-hmm. Right, CCTV. No, in London. In, sorry, in London, six million. But they're not processing. They're just capturing. Mm. So I think we're a bit more like, okay, that's, I mean, I'm not okay with that either. But at least not processing my information than pulling up my active persona. With yeah. what they had in that van, it was like, Boom, this is you. Name, date, name, date. Um, bringing up record. everything, fam. The government, yeah. the gov details, the deeds. Bring, that's Your just crazy. Government name. Government name. Last. Yeah, it's scary, man. It's actually scary. But that, that scene was so funny because literally like Jenny Jones and Silky are like, yeah, I'm going to go talk to him. And because the thing is, when yeah. I first saw it, I don't know who the hell she was, yeah. And I was like, nah, like, what is this privilege? Like, just speed up. <gasps> Honestly. I'm trying to avoid the police. Like, listen, if I see them and cool I, please i left my house for a reason let me get there let me get back Fine. when i see him on the road i'm just like hey. yeah like, literally because they go up to them and like they're making their case and everything ultimately it doesn't matter because this police officer pc dci sergeant whatever or yeah. pc becky dc becky like he <laughs> look they are not the ones making the rules they're just enforcing the rules so chat to them all you want like they are literally the they're not even the middlemen like they, they're not important they're not in important. any of this they are not the ones who are lawmakers they are not the ones who are like putting this into effect mm, like they're mm. literally just enforcing the rules like mm. you want to get to the higher ups you're a baroness you're chatting to the policeman go and chat to the go and chat to the, the lawmakers the people, exactly, exactly go and chat to them man exactly so you can argue with them they're gonna argue back because they're, they're doing what they've been paid to do what they've been paid to do day. and it, it's funny that you mentioned the like six million cameras in london because this reminds me of you know that bbc drama the capture have you seen it ah you should watch it should i you should watch it Absolutely. you especially should watch it it's so Good. I haven't finished it because okay. I have commitment issues on? when it comes What's to shows. On? BBC. Okay. The capture. The capture. It's literally this. Like it's literally this, but like more insidious. No. It's more insidious because it's like what could possibly be happening? And maybe it is happening. Maybe that's why it's a show. Maybe oh it's not. Oh god, this is so scary. It's so good. It's terrifying. It's like mind boggling. It's actually terrifying, but like it's so good. So we learned that um in Hong Kong, police are using facial recognition technology to track protesters, right? Mm-hmm. So the protesters are like, okay, cool, bet. So they use lasers to like disable the systems. They wear masks, like them oxygen masks, so they can't like identify them. I thought it was to stop them in case they release gas, you know. 
Oh really? I thought, I thought maybe that. that, but then I also thought it was like to hide their faces because the whole the whole uh, point of them bringing it up was like how the protesters are like fighting back against the whole facial recognition. Yeah, stuff. Why are you gonna wear gas masks? Why can't you just put like a blue thing? On? I don't think that's enough. I don't Ooh, think it's enough. A blue COVID mask. I don't think it's enough. And if the police come down <laughs> off your face, we're gonna do. We're gonna do. Damn. Boom. Oxy- got you. That, that oxygen mask ain't coming off for nothing. Yeah, it's true. It's true and it's also, true, like if true. I see you on the street with a mask on, I know it's you. Yeah, it's true. Especially since COVID, I've, I've been able to clock people. You clock people, yeah. yeah. You clock people from masks. See, even now I can't see your eyes. I can, I can see the mic because the mask is covering a... your mouth. I can, I can notice you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I've even clocked buttings with masks. Remember yeah, back in the day? You can tell. He's he's, he's nice, fam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to Hong Kong it's, and it's the aura. Protests. It's the aura. Um, Yesterday. So yeah, they spray paint the cameras black. Like they are, they don't give a fuck. No. They don't give a heck. <laughs> yeah. So Joy makes the point that like seeing stuff like this shows you what our future could be like. Like there's a danger of creating like a mass surveillance state with no regulation. Mm. Okay. And so Joy also says that as well as, you know, state surveillance, which is what we've been talking about, we also need to be wary of corporate surveillance. Right. And we learned that there are currently nine companies building the future of AI. Six are in America and three are in China. Mm-hmm terrifying and also like uk sort it out like, i know it's not a good thing but like you, you look at your mates building surveillance no, nothing the future of ai and what, you, what are you man doing Vertebrate doing it. niche you can't get eggs that's what we're saying <laughs> we're, we're, looking, we're looking for groceries fam god we're them are doing cabinet shuffle and <laughs> and the world is built <sighs> why are you never in the front of the why are you never in the front of the race but you colonize everybody where are those where is look the power as in where is the power where's the power you don't colonize yeah. colonize where are you now Shocking. Six Cheers. in America. Cheers. I wasn't surprised by that though. Yeah, I wasn't. And no. they're, they're just, they're just, they're bigger anyway. Yeah, just and the companies that they listed, I was like, yeah, I'm not yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You should definitely be on that. Yep. So um, now we meet an amazing talking head. Her name is Virginia Eubanks. 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 Oh, like Houston Eubanks. Yeah, 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 I'm with you. Uh, PhD. Put some respect on her name. Okay. Doctor. She. <laughs> <laughs> she has a lot to say. There's this old saw in science fiction, which is the future is already here. It's just not evenly distributed. And what they tend to mean when they say that is that rich people get the fancy tools first and then it goes last to the poor. Um, But in fact, what I found is the absolute reverse, which is the most punitive, most invasive, most surveillance focused tools that we have. They go into poor and working communities first. Um, And then if they work, after being tested in this environment where there's sort of low expectation that people's rights will be respected, then they get ported out to other communities. Now she says this in response to the story of this landlord in like Brooklyn in New York. Mm. He wants to use facial recognition technology for tenants to enter the building. So the way it goes is kind of like they have like fobs, like you know normal fobs to like Mm. get in. That's what they use at the moment. And so he's kind of like, okay, I want to replace that with like your face, yeah? Which I think is really fucked because like, fuck but anyway it turns out he wants them to use the biometric their face as well as the fob and the tenants are like huh like what are you doing and also this is this is compounded by the fact that he currently will like screenshot bits like surveillance footage of them highlight them doing something wrong maybe like loitering or whatever put the apartment number 8h uh, 9b or whatever Mm. and basically send them the footage like oh look i've seen you doing something wrong Mm. And it's like, it's so passive aggressive. It is. And petty and jobless. Like, bro, don't you have work? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then even one of the tenants, we meet her and she's kind of like, look, this guy also has buildings in Manhattan. Why don't you go and do it in Manhattan? They're paying $5,000 in rent. a month. Go and do it to them. Why don't you do it to them? You're doing it to us. You can't afford to lose their rent money. Exactly. Because they will go. Exactly. 
because it's fucked. That means that you ultimately know what you're doing. You know what you're doing, of course. You don't care because of the the people who are living there. So we learned that many companies utilize algorithms, but they don't actually know how they work, okay? And it's like, because they don't know how they work, how can they be held accountable? To me, it was kind of like plausible deniability. Yeah. It's kind of like, I can claim not to know what's going on because I don't know what's going on. Literally. But then it's like, should there not be, shouldn't you have to know what's going on? In yeah, order because for you to if you're going to develop this technology and to create this thing, you can't use that to get out of jail card. I don't know what's happening. Exactly. You but can't you say ignorance. when you decided to use to it use to it. propagate your, 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 your um, What's the word? Propaganda. Your, yeah, exactly. Your agenda. Your agenda, whatever it is. So exactly. that's just a cop out. It a is. A terrible one. A terrible, terrible one, but one. one's been working. Like, it's been working. Because fam, sometimes the Instagram, like, oh, the algorithm, do I even know how it works? No, <laughs> we just, that's why when they decided to define algorithm, I said, thank God, because I've been using this word. I've been using it and using it. If Twitter brings up two similar tweets about the same thing, yeah, I'm like, oh, the algorithm. The algorithm. I said, do I even know what's going on? Oh, God. So we hear about Amazon using an algorithm to hire people, kind of like a resume, HR kind of thing, yeah. Mm. But they had to abandon it because it rejected every single woman who applied. I mean, if it said women's football in their resume, if it said woman, if it said anything... Woman's name. Woman's name, anything woman-related, they were automatically rejected. And they had to obviously abandon it. But it was like, mate, you've implemented this thing without knowing how it worked. And so now it's working against you. It's like, okay, let's abandon it. Why did it have to get to that point? Why couldn't Mm. you? Because I don't think that like all these technologies are inherently bad. I do think they can be useful, but like... How can science be inherently bad? It's us. We are inherently... The heart of man is desperately wicked. Yeah, of course. Because obviously the, the machine has been told, oh, Jack Jones is a great name. You know, well, if you're going to put for me, lie out. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, fun, fun my, fun uh-uh. my. <laughs> Application rejected. Like, rejected. You know, so they have done that. Yeah. But then why, true. that's the thing though, but it's like, I low-key wonder, I'm like, okay, they decided that it was working against them. Was it really? Or was it the uproar that it would have expe- faced? When oh, so it's the uproar. Many, it's the uproar because if no one cares, they're, they're, literally, they're literally getting who they want to get. Exactly. Men. Men. So oh we have to abandon this thing because they don't want to deal with yeah, the lawsuits the backlash. yeah and the lawsuits, and the lawsuits. exactly because it makes me think like say for example there was a world where it was um it was like so, say for example nigerians hmm. were like the top ai people yeah and like the names there were like nigerian names and those were the names that were like the ones that the algorithms were looking for mm. or whatever or, the, or it was black faces that, that like yeah, say yeah. it was like a noughts and crosses situation everything was reversed yeah, yeah. like <laughs> perfect example then literally it's kind of like huh interesting like what, what kind of world would that be exactly you know but it's not so <laughs> dream over <laughs> back to reality, reality. Back, back to reality oh there goes gravity back okay we did two reality. different ones it's fine okay, i'll put, them, I'll put them both on the playlist made the same point so i'll put them both on the playlist it's, it's okay good. it's fine it's fine still friends um Always. so this whole thing is scary because we are almost like undoing all the progress that we've made in the fight for equality right mm-hmm. so we as a society we punish poor people and we reward rich people and so the next episode, I'm going to get into it at the end. I've already recorded it because life, yeah. We get into the whole like classism and like all that kind of stuff. It's a similar thing. Like mm. it's almost like people are angry at you for being poor. Mm. And it's like, you need to be punished because you're poor. And you, you're you poor because you didn't work hard enough mm. or you didn't you weren't smart enough about your spending or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we reward rich people. Mm. It's just a constant sort of thing. So mm. all the, you know, the data collection, algorithms, data surveillance, all that stuff is terrifying. But like... That, as I mentioned before, social dilemma sort of talks about all of that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. It's all, it's all just kind of like we made steps for 
women to be able to work and have jobs and like mm-hmm. have careers and like be um not be discriminated for their gender or for skin tone or whatever mm. and it's almost like because of these algorithms and who's programming them mm. we're going backwards but now it's even more insidious because it's kind of like now we can blame a computer and not a human yeah so exactly. if i was just a computer surely a computer's not racist surely a computer's not sexist mm. and that makes it really really scary so this talking head yeah tells us about this 2010 facebook experiment yeah so on election day they show two versions almost like a a notification thing to different people so say for example olivia gets a notification and it says oh it's election day okay then i get a notification and it says oh it's election day but then also it has the thumbnails of my friends their profile pictures saying oh i voted i voted this gets three hundred thousand. i'm gonna say it again Three hundred thousand more people to vote, which is huge and scary because of how easily we can be manipulated by something that we deem as like just very calm and casual, Mm. like Facebook. Okay, so then we learned that the two thousand and sixteen election was decided by a hundred thousand votes. Facebook was able to get three hundred thousand people to vote. Imagine if they did this experiment. Imagine if they did this to people who are likely to vote Republican or likely to vote Democrat. Democrat. Then they literally would win. If it was that twenty sixteen election, they would literally win by landslide. And we only know mm. this because they disclosed this experiment. They could have done this or could have been doing this without anybody knowing. Mm. If the Republicans decided, okay, cool, I'm gonna pay Facebook. Facebook could have shown these ads to just Republican vote or people more more likely to vote Republican. Mm-hmm. And then now, cool, that's hella Republicans to the polls. That's the Republicans say, winning. Did they say that though, when in Trump's election, I remember they were saying a lot about how um, a lot of fake news was out there. A lot of these like yeah. specialised ads were out there and they were propagating them across and it did have an impact on yeah. people actually going. Yeah. It, so so I, like it's that's real. the only reason that I think that man got in because boy, I don't know. Have you watched um, God Forbid? No. On Hulu? No. Oh, I'm going to cover it with another special guest. It is crazy. And somehow, I mean, you think to yourself, how did we get here? How is Trump here? But somehow Trump is here. And that election, they talk about it. And he even wants to come back. So I'll definitely go check it out. No comment. But yeah, watch that documentary. It's so good. It's so good. As to the list. Yeah, it's so good. Um, But yeah, so there's this little bit. And I just included it because... I don't even know why I included it, but Microsoft, they have this little AI thing on Twitter and it's pretty... What's the thing's name? Alicia? No, it was called Tay. Oh, Tay. Yeah, Tay. Sounds like ghetto as well. It was like, like Tay. Tay, Tay. Hey, Tay. It was called like Tay.ai or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Tay.ai. And um, oh. Tay... <laughs> Tay is programmed to like learn from humans, Okay. We said the heart of man is desperately wicked, yeah. Humans, yeah. So basically, very quickly, when I say very quickly, this thing was only online for 16 hours. 16 That's hours. not a whole day. That's not even waking hours, yeah. Some people sleep for that long. Some people sleep for that. Some people work for that long. <laughs> That's somebody's work day. That's somebody's work day. That's somebody's work day. So um, very quickly, it learns to be a dickhead, yeah. It's racist. It's misogynistic. Misogynistic. It's anti-Semitic. For only 16 hours. Only 16 hours. And the thing is, its lifespan was 16 hours. It was online for 16 hours. That means that it learnt to be these things in under 16 hours and propagated, perpetuated these things within the 16 hours That's before nice. it came offline. The trolls really got to Tay, boy. The trolls got to Tay. Because R. they R. were feeding Tay rubbish. <laughs> I can't ever repeat I don't want to cancel me. Fam, <laughs> I, I, do you know what? And if you want to watch the documentary, they literally went over the things that Tay was saying. I said, Tay. I said, wow. Tay. 
in its robot voice. It was just beautiful. Ah. Hey, this is what we're doing. Madness. 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 It just goes to show, innit? Like, it just goes to show. It shows. It just shows. It just shows. It just shows. Like, you want to be give, giving humans the task of, of developing robots. Look at what we'll do. Look at They're just going to make them shit humans. Honestly. So... Joy and her colleague, Raji, they write, she's another black woman, shout out to her. They write an article about Amazon, uh, basically because Amazon are using these algorithms with racial and gender biases. And they, Amazon basically tries to discredit the article. And there's this like scene of them on like Zoom to another colleague. And they're just laughing at Amazon's response. Like they're literally like, picking it apart and basically being like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't yeah. make sense. This is dumb. But Joy makes a bigger point And she's like, look, it's more than this paper. Like literally it's my experience as a black woman in tech. Like in she's tech, like, yeah. you expect to be discredited. You expect people to sort of like not take mm. you seriously. And it's a sad place to be like mm. in terms of being in that sort of industry, especially when you're making a good point. Exactly. And it's almost like if that had come from maybe someone who was wasn't black or he wasn't a woman maybe they would have taken it more taking seriously. it further but it's like firstly they're calling out the things that they don't want them to call out and yeah. the people calling out are black women yeah so it's just like we're gonna silence this yeah exactly extra and she makes this comment to. where she's kind of like it's so funny because jeff bezos whether he wrote the article or, or the response or not mm. his name is on it right mm. and she's like it's just so funny because people are going to take this and he knows people are going to take this seriously because it's him exactly so regardless of whether he has scientific knowledge regardless of whether he's ever coded a day in his life regardless of what his background is because he's jeff bezos because he's a man because he's white because he has money because he owns amazon yeah mm. people are going to take him seriously whereas joy has been doing up mit 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 in, in her small room in her small room <laughs> research lab with her field learning and understanding what yeah, the fuck yeah. she's talking about but like because it's, it's like it pales in comparison exactly. to this guy who has exactly. no credentials but just happens to be a rich white man and that scene really i did like that scene when they were discrediting the response because i was <laughs> yeah. just like yes like our intelligent black sisters but what is exactly this? exactly what is this this like, doesn't make sense and people do use a lot of jargon or like just junk science to like make because the most most of us don't understand what the fuck is going on mm. so if there's a cheeky one two long word here if there's like a scientific sounding word here most mm. people are like okay yeah cool i mm. hear it but they literally are breaking it apart and being like this doesn't even make any sense yeah like okay i don't want to spoil it for the listeners but i remember the line that they were saying i think the response was something like facial um recognition is not the same thing as facial analysis yeah but if you don't know what either of the two are you hear facial. you're gonna be like okay facial okay maybe they're not the same thing yeah. but they're like bro yes it is you yeah. know and so for the wider audience that aren't aware like you're saying yeah it, the, it's easy it's easy for you and that's to who they're like, pandering to exactly. isn't it like no one know who knows who joy is who what's a joy do you know what i mean no one knows who joy is compared to everything else 100%. so yeah that was a really good scene so now we meet a talking head called safia emoja noble and she's telling us about algorithmic oppression which is really like companies or like wall street basically using the algorithm to bet against your failure this part was just so sad but i believe it 100 percent same basically saying like you know they know based on their algorithms that you're likely to default on a payment and then you're selected because of it so for example them giving you a mortgage knowing that you're likely to default eventually and then repossessing your home mm. And she makes a point where she's like, it's all about like powerful people scaring powerless people, which basically is life, mm -hmm. <laughs> essentially. So we hear another case of an algorithm moving mad. Now this is about teachers in a middle school. Mm. Yeah, do you remember this bit? I remember that bit. I was like, what? Are you all right? They can't try that in the UK, boy. 
I mean, we get into the UK with their GDPR. Yeah. But... So, um, yeah, so like these teachers in the middle school are getting fired because the algorithm basically says that they're a bad teacher, despite them like being good otherwise, no issues, no receiving awards, receiving awards, oh. literally uh, like doing well. And so the company doesn't explain how the algorithm works. Like, if you're telling me I'm a bad teacher based on your algorithm, what in your algorithm is finding that I'm a bad teacher? That's the least you can do is explain. What at least is explain. It? At least explain. They can't explain, yeah. Um. Anyway, the teachers sue and they win. So happy days. Okay. It's actually a bit mad how like it's you'll crazy. be doing like imagine I'm taking my kids to school and I've there's one teacher I've got a bond with and I can see the progress in my child from year one to year five, year mm-hmm. six. Mm-hmm. You bring in this thing and then that's the determinant factor. You're now gonna forget remove, everything. Forget else. everything else. Forget all the times when I was staying behind and giving your child extra yeah, like, extra exactly, hours. Exactly. Exactly. Forget the fact that you got from a C now to an to, A to an A or for D to E. Wherever you're going, wherever you're going, not D to E. <laughs> Not DTE, child. <laughs> I want you're, to speak. Listen, you're so, unfamiliar, you're so unfamiliar with these grades. <laughs> It's even one to nine. It's nine to eight. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like I want to speak. Listen, it's not even the AAA. No, but it's. Was that not our life? Was that not our life? <laughs> oh, okay. we really. It's not that. everyday E to C. Yeah, it's not every. But either way, like I, the teachers were doing that, and then you want to bring in a robot yeah. that says, you know, and what was nowhere. wrong with the traditional marking system or grading system? Yeah exactly what was wrong with it that like, you have did, to know did you miss bad teachers before like Honestly. and i just think and they get into this in another case later on that we get into but it's almost like you, you you you're not using these algorithms like in conjunction with everything else exactly you're using them instead of everything else and it's like hello like maybe we should just use this alongside the things you've already Great been point. doing maybe to like buttress what we already believe we're able to like support our support. whatever but it's like you literally like oh fuck everything else it's literally this algorithm but which you can't yeah. explain we don't know how it works but we just 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 but just trust us but i think it's also you're absolutely right spot on with that and i think there's also this like people have this like desperate need to just embark on the use yeah. of technology because yeah. they know technology is the future do That's you find that because obviously you work in cybersecurity, right um, but it's, it's in your best interest for like technology to like take off yes i know with cybersecurity, it's a bit different because with cyber it's when you look at future proofing your career, mm-hmm. it's the one thing that you can't get robots to do entirely. You right. can automate certain parts of the processes, but because of how high risk it is, you will always need. A as human. in, in terms of someone being able to hack into you. Exactly. And so, in terms of like, if someone, if there's a massive like hack or incident, right, mm-hmm. you will need humans to be able to kind of articulate the response right. to it. Okay. So we don't have as many robots, and that's why, like, you might have seen adverts about it. Like the UK government are desperate for cyber professionals because the t- attacks are becoming more sophisticated. Oh, what, they're hiring, yeah? They're hiring, but they're hiring, what they're giving out free courses. And there's a lot of money in it, I'm telling you. Um, because they need humans, because you can't yeah, you automate can't that. Trust you can't automate yeah. that future because the people that are hacking are not robots. They're also, you have to be able to trust the humans, right? You have to be able to trust the humans. But at the same time, I feel like we are trying to embrace technology where we can. So if we can like automate a process or use technology to, so one thing, the one thing that I do is we use technology to create like model scenarios. So let's say you've got your organization and someone's going to hack into you from Korea. We will mm. model a threat scenario. Oh, as if, as if as it's if happening. I'm from Korea. Uh, exactly. And so, then it's like, how do you do against How do you threat? respond? So I'll come to your oh. office and we'll do a whole sim- thing. But oh, one of your employees opened one dodgy email, yeah? And yeah. Then <laughs> Do you know what? Now at work, they started doing this thing where they're like, this email originated from um, outside of organisations. Yeah. Like, blah, 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 blah. I never used to say that before. External. Like, it's giving yeah. you the caution to be But to now be I'm careful. like, oh, so what happens that like, did somebody click a dodgy... It probably click? is. Trust me, like even, even me in cyber, we get them. So my company will send them randomly to all everyone. But obviously now I'm in cyber. Before I wasn't, but now I'm in cyber. I'm like, if I mess this up, that's the most yeah. embarrassing thing. Very embarrassing. So you have to report it accordingly. 
and you'll normally get your emails to say external caution because yeah. you've got to be careful. We never used to get that, we get that now. Yeah, because that's yeah. how a lot of attacks that happen with our clients. That makes sense. That's how you get a virus in or something. That's 99% of the time if someone's opened something and then that's it. And once they're in, there's this thing called they lateral have, movement. They start there's seeing a thing what called what? Natural movement. Lateral, lateral, lateral movement. movement. Okay. So when a threat attacker enters your organization, mm-hmm. they're trying to move across to see what they can find. So once they, once they get into your um, account, that's they'll be so like, hey, wild. cool, how can we get into like, the finance system? So obviously organizations, especially big organizations like mine, they will have both physical as in mm-hmm. on-prem like barriers, but yeah. also like um, logical barriers, like IT barriers. So yeah. if you get into me, you're, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing That's it. Who am I? Who am I? Do you yeah. know what I mean? You're stuck and here. And people who are senior are less likely to click those links anyway. Exactly. Right. But even if you do get in, we then try and minimise lateral movement okay. to make sure that you, you can't, can't get go. in it can't okay. get anywhere like okay that, cool you have access to my document ooh, ooh, that's it okay cool <laughs> but you see what i mean but yeah that's 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 why cybersecurity is a bit different but we do see like with our clients everybody's like oh there's a brand new ai thing because my old team i used to work in data so mm-hmm. that's why that's why this topic was so oh, interesting yeah, yeah also is yeah it's also in technology yeah. and like people are just so oh what's this new ai thing that everyone's going about on about machine learning and they want to do it but they aren't aware of the cost mm-hmm. or it, be how it's actually going to help them grow the exactly. organization but but it's just that it's like a buzzword because right? their mates are doing it they're seeing yeah. their mates are, their competitors are great they're like oh we need to get it but you don't even understand how these things exactly. work and what's the benefit like how is that going to benefit what it is that you're trying to do exactly because it's so expensive as well so you you want to have it but it's like how does this serve your customers don't get me wrong there's some AI out there that I think is doing bits and it's really really what AI would you say because we get into a lot of bad AI here mm. what AI would you say is like beneficial really good um, the examples that I've seen you put in the, in the media as well um, with elderly people um, the robots that support elderly people, helping them take their medication on time. Okay. Sometimes people don't have that time to be 365 days a year carers. So mm-hmm. if you can get a machine that can come in and support And that's with something that. very easy. That, and then also it allows people to maintain their independence. I work with a lot of elderly people and it's like allows them to maintain their independence. If I don't have to worry about like Sally coming over to give me my post, if I can just hear an alarm or hear a computer program exactly. tell me to take it, I can still manage to live alone. I can take care of myself and I, I have more of a sense of purpose and like, okay, cool. I can still do the things I was able to do before. And that's the, that's the main point around yeah. it like using it in conjunction with if i'm a nurse and if i've got a robot that is to giving my patient their pills mm. lets me know if the blood level sugar levels go down or whatever i can then use my time to do something else yeah and um, but the, it's not about me completely disappearing it's about me repurposing my Your role time yeah yeah and yeah. saving time and saving efficiency. yeah and i guess being more efficient with what you need to do so okay exactly. cool maybe i can like clean more or i can like change your bed pad, i don't know whatever. yeah but like i can do things that maybe like I'm, I'm, I've freed up time now to do other things that could benefit you. Exactly, exactly. But then the problem- well, you spend time with them and chat yeah, to them. Yeah, you don't have to be like, feeling like, okay, if you forget, some people are very forgetful. So mm-hmm. if you're forgetful, this is great as a reminder. But then the thing is, and they talk about it in the documentary, the challenge that you have is that you still have to feed these things data. Yeah for it to actually work. So yeah, it's good, but you have to give it, you know, your 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 health data. You have to give it your your patterns, yeah. where your location. You have to teach them. You have to yeah. teach them these things. And that's why it's it's, a, it's like, um, it's a conundrum in a sense. And that's why it's expensive as well, right? Exactly. Because you've got, you've got the data collection and then the whole like cost of processing it and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So, I mean, I'm very against a lot of these things personally. Yeah. I guess like, that's a good one. That's like a good That like a That is a good example. What's not a good example is when I'm shopping online and then I'm trying to save money. Listen. And then you lot are just bring, giving me because Listen. of Alice on sale. No, so Zara I sale. Know because, speaking of because of Alice, yeah. So they have them like body suits. Mm. Yeah. They, I got like the short sleeve body suits, like a black one and a white one, basics mm. in it. They are such good quality. Mm. I mean, okay, I'll say that they feel really good. I've only really washed it one time, so I don't know like how it's going to wash and wear over the, over the years, but 
but I washed it one time. I it's it's thick. I'll yeah. show you when we're done with this. Like yeah. it feels it feels good. good. Quality. Yeah, it feels good. And I'm just trying to like up my basics and just get stuff that I know I can yeah. wear for ages rather good. than just doing up like just buying, rebuying, 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 rebuying. I mean, I've been over fast fashion for a very long time. That's a podcast for another day. But like that because of Alice, I understand it is a facet of fast fashion. I understand that. But it's like it is really good quality. And I'm like, rah, okay, cool. Yeah. Like I can wear this again and again and again and, and again. It's good if you're trying to make like a good like um capsule wardrobe, capsule wardrobe yeah. I'd say definitely. But yeah, I'll be online and then because you know I've said something. Get, yeah. Yeah. Now we've spoken about it, I'm gonna get that. What I was chatting what? to Vicky today, yeah, about um buying another electric toothbrush. I was like, okay, I kinda wanna like change it, upgrade it, blah blah blah. And she was like, Yeah, like I'm th- thinking about maybe like an oral B one, blah blah blah. I kid Recently. you, I kid you not, yeah. Less than an hour later, she sends me a screenshot, yeah. She's on Twitter, advert for Oral B. That's it. They, they are always listening. I'm just like, hello, hi. Like, always. can you, can I live? Like, can I live? Like, are you trying to sell me something? Do I want it right like... now? Do your algorithms not tell you that I have no money? <laughs> <laughs> have your algorithms not found that I am in debt? How come your algorithm is not checking my bank account? I was not in, in... Like, have you seen my credit card statement? You just want to be sending me all this Did process? you see that? They didn't see that, oh, and that's what I'm saying. That goes back to the algorithmic oppression. Yeah, it is. You want it me is. to spend more money? You know, I don't ha- you know I don't have it. You know I don't have it. You, you know everything else about him. me. You know I don't have it, bro. Like leave me alone. You like, know. Ah, oh. but these teachers they sue yeah, and mm. they win. Okay, and so Kathy, who remember is our PhD weapons of math destruction lady. Yeah, she basically says like this is this is good. Like, this is a good um result but also like this the fact that they were able to win like why they were able to win that's what extends to all algorithms like all algorithms mm. we should be able to explain and say why they work and so um kathy tells us about one algorithm that she says keeps her up at night okay and when she said this i was like oh this is gonna be deep this is gonna be deep so it's called the recidivism risk algorithm. So it's supposed to calculate the likelihood of someone reoffending based on their age, mm. their gender, their past offenses, whatever. And Kathy is kind of like, mm, okay, well, how do these things work? Like, how are these scores creative? And really, like, all the questions that they ask to base this score or whatever are a way of determining race and class. Like, mm. what's your zip code? Have you had a parent that's gone to prison? All those sorts of things, yeah. So we learn that. ProPublica published an investigation into the risk assessment software, finding that the algorithms were racially biased. The study found that black people were mislabeled with high scores and that white people were more likely to be mislabeled with low scores. Like, of course they find this racial bias. Okay, then we meet this lady called Latonya. She was in jail. She's been out, I think, for like four years four or years, something. Yeah, yeah, she's she's got an employment. She's got an accommodation from the mayor. From. She's living her life. Like, listen, as, as good as you can be, like, as far from your past as you can run. Like, she has run far from her past and she's living her best life. Like, mm. forget what she did. Like, she now is like she's, a model she's citizen. Renewed. Mm-hmm. She's renewed. She is refreshed. <laughs> she is revitalized. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so the algorithm is like, oh no, she's a high risk. So she has to report to her probation officer every week. And she's like, be for fucking real, yeah. She's like, this is long. Like, every single week. I can't imagine someone telling me I have to go somewhere every single every week. week. And she tries to appeal it, yeah. And they're like, no, the computer is literally the final boss. This is what we were saying earlier about working in conjunction with and not being, like, the yeah. whole be-all and end-all. Like, fuck what a judge says. It's literally all about what this algorithm says, yeah. And it's stu- that's very stupid. 
Yeah, and even to judge, like, how are you sleeping at night? Like, you know the person in front of you. You've been given other, like, you know they're a model citizen now. And they, you know, oh, no, the, computer says no. Yeah, but that's, literally, computer says no. Literally, and it's like, hello, hi. Like, you are literally, if I stand on this computer now, then what? <laughs> where, where do we go from where, here? Where do we go where from here? Where do we go from here? It's ridiculous. And, like, they also make this point to say that, like, basically, like, her having to report every week can put her job in jeopardy. If she loses her job, now she's actually high risk of high risk. offending. Exactly. If someone told me now, like, and imagine, let's say, for example, probation officers are not open on Saturdays and Sundays. I don't know what the deal is, but say they're not, yeah. Mm. Or say it's harder for her to get there on a Saturday or Sunday. Or say the hours are different. I don't know. But like, I have to now take a day off out of my life every single week. Unpaid. To come, unpaid to come and report. And it's not every employer that's going to be understanding or get it. Mm. And it's just inconvenient. How have I shown you in this four years? years. Someone's child is in nursery. Four years. Four years. Have I shown you? What do you want? Like, take my blood Literally, at this point. What because do you, do you want, want me? blood? Because I don't understand. And it's like she still has to report every week. Why? Yeah. Because of a computer. Based on what? Nothing. No one can even tell her what it was. If you could tell us at the steps, so it looks for A, B, C, D, and E, but they'll never say because if you if they say, then it'd be very quick Racism. for us to put ra- racismo, racismo, we'll, racismo. We'll put it out. Like that's the reason why it's so disheartening. I feel <sighs> so bad for Latonya because I'm just like you're literally doing everything right. You're doing everything right, but it doesn't matter because mm. the computer says no. Dumb. Shocking, literally. So Joy starts what she calls the algorithmic justice league. <sighs> The Algorithmic Justice League is a movement, it's a concept, it's a group of people who care about making a future where social technologies work well for all of us. Do you know what, yeah, Joy is literally just a big nerd. And I love it. She's such a nerd. This part of the documentary, she's like wearing, is it like a cape? Oh God. Do you know what, oh yeah? I, I love nerds because I love when people love a particular thing. When they're passionate. When they're passionate about a particular thing, whatever it is, like, I love that they love it, yeah? <laughs> and so Joy has on this, like, cape and then she has on these, like, sunglasses, but they're not normal sunglasses. They have, they're like a panel and they're, like, dark. And then they're she's, like, like superhuman glasses. She's, like, superhuman, super, glasses. literally superhuman oh. glasses and then she, like, walks out the house and stuff. Like, we never see her in her full form, but, like, we get the idea. We get the idea. We see where she's going with it. We see where she's going with it. And I was just like, do you know what, Joy? I love it for you, innit? If I you love like it. it, I love it. If you like it, I love it. And they were, they're, they're just cute. That whole group of them is very cute. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm here for it. Like, I love a nerd, yeah? So we learn a bit about the social credit score in China. Um, basically, if you speak against the government, it can not only affect your credit score, yeah, but the score of your friends and your family, okay? Mm. So if you lose credibility, like, they're toying with the idea of you basically being able to use, lose the use of trains and planes like or it could be restricted okay Mm. so it really affects you like it pays not pays but like it pays to have a good social credibility social credit score yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. so we meet someone this lady living in china and she's like yeah like it improves behavior and Mm. it helps she says that it helps for making new friends she's like (laughs) i can save my time like if you have a shit score like why am i wasting my time why am i getting to know you and you know what I hear I it. I hear it. Because, you know, if, if you broke, then why are we talking? I hear it. No, but it's not about broke. It's about credibility school. It's about, oh, you're a lovely person. Yeah, same thing in, in this country. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got money. Why, why are we here, fam? No, but yeah, that, that bit. When you said that, I was like, wow. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, There's no debt. In the West, yeah, they make it seem like, oh, China is so bad. Blah, 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 blah. Honestly. And it's like, first of all, they're happy. They're living mm-hmm. their best life, yeah. And second of all, we're not that different, which we'll get into in a second. Before we get into that, there was literally an episode of Black Mirror. Do you remember it? I didn't watch but I, I went to find remember. it. Oh boy, we're living it, so you don't even have to. But in season <laughs> three, <laughs> in season three, episode one, it's called Nosedive. And it's basically about like 
basically like social media yeah. having social currency and like you can only do certain things if your if your score is high enough mm. and that's basically what this is it's china yeah mm-hmm. I mean their system is a bit of a mazzle but it works for like you said it works for them and it's not that much different from us it's like, not yeah. our talking head is basically saying like literally it's not that much different from the western world in reality we're all being scored all the time including here in the United States we are all grappling every day with algorithmic determinism somebody's algorithm somewhere has assigned you a score and as a result you are paying more or less money for toilet paper when you shop online you are being shown better or worse mortgages you are more or less likely to be profiled as a criminal in somebody's database somewhere we are all being scored the key difference between the united states and in china is that china's transparent about it we're all being scored somewhere mm. it's just that china is very transparent about and it. open about it they're open about it that's the only difference so now we're back in london and this bit was really really sad to me um someone from big brother uk i don't know what the deal was with like filming and stuff like that like a happy well a sad coincidence but basically like they are filming and this young black boy in his school uniform is being searched by police he's being fingerprinted because this technology them green vans we were talking about before identified him as being someone like on the watch list or whatever Mm -hmm. a 14 year old boy okay so we see the boy in the documentary but they blur his face yeah yeah we see him being searched and everything um and he looks really shaken and i i mean i think it looks like he's crying because like he keeps like wiping his like where his Face, eyes yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i don't know he might not be i don't know we can't see it properly but like he his body language is definitely like shaken mm. shaken up a little bit um and so now they've taken his fingerprints which now they have in the system okay? that's, it, that's him now that's it now god forbid he he sneezed the wrong way now that's it that's his, it. his right. fingerprints they can run him across in the system exactly crazy um but after doing all of that they now say that he's been misidentified and it's like can you imagine the trauma and like so many i don't know a black man yeah who's not been like stopped and searched randomly just because just because or had some sort of interaction with the police some sort of traumatic interaction with the police you're literally on your way home from school from school and you have homework to do you know your mom's gonna be shouting at you <laughs> doing you didn't wash up before you left you didn't take the meat out of the freezer, the freezer. you know you already know and it's like now just this nonsense like and, and it just speaks yeah. to how inaccurate the technology is exactly and also just to kind of go back to the point we made earlier about the white guy the cotney geezer what i thought was really clever in the documentary was the juxtaposition of those two images so the yes. old white man that was like why your neck in it you want your he neck had in energy for neck the police he walked away with fire the, the black guy was silent yeah silent compliant compliant do you see what i mean and you have to be because it's like how much worse now would it be if i'm like ah because you were actually wrong in the moment like you misidentified me you embarrassed me people Mm. walking around thinking oh what's this what's this little boy done yeah yeah in his uniform in his school uniform 14 years old you can clearly see he's coming from school it's like who did you even misidentify him with yeah, like, wh- wh- who? How old was that person? But you never know. Yeah, sometimes it could have been someone. Else. No, but I think they were looking for a man. Were they not looking for a man? I'm sorry. If it yeah. requires police intervention, you're not looking for another 14 year old no, boy. No, no. You're no, not. No, no. And the no. thing is, they like to like. What's the opposite of like infantilize? Adultifies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adult. Adultalize. They love to adultalize. Yeah, young these black little men. boys. Yeah, like, they like, love to do that. He's actually a boy. Like he's 14 years old. He's a boy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly he's a child 
his friends were in there and they were obviously getting like really irritated you see when the, the yeah yeah the uniform. they'll get to him he just stood there and then the big brother watch uk guy comes over <laughs> sorry i didn't think this was right either because no, like, i did not <laughs> when i was writing my notes i said no i have I to address like, this one brother. this guy came over to give pamphlet just <laughs> <laughs> to say hi so i'm from big brother uk you didn't really know rights or nothing you waited for it to finish you came and said to they're watching you basically my we're, guy's we're still here. trying to recover he's like oh yeah here's our information <laughs> we, 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 we tried to campaign against things happening like i thought like, look i understand the sentiment i get it but like right now right now right here right now you was watching it happen if you're if you're when I, if i see yeah black boys getting mm-hmm. stopped on the road if it was to ever happen i'll be honest it's not happened but if i was to see it my first i'm standing there next i'm to around person. I'm there's around. a witness here there's a witness do you know your rights like, you know and making sure you're not taking it because in like uh that silky lady with that white man the cockney guy yeah yeah she was in it she, she was, was like oh it. you don't need to do that yeah this guy stood by the wayside cameras out cameras you out stood and by then, the wayside and then called... taunted over oh oh by the way sorry that happened to you so it's it's by the wayside and called silky it's oh over the road there's a little boy they just take the what's what are we gonna do so that 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 bit in the documentary i said you know what yeah that I, I don't like that i don't like that yeah, but yeah, yeah. that was a really enough. traumatic scene though, yeah, it was. i was like nah now my brother's traumatized for nothing fam what are we doing here yeah so we get a little bit into gdpr um it stands for something i can't remember do you remember do you know what it stands for oh, no. something 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 regulation regulation yeah. something data protection data protection general government government you can google in it you guys are you guys are, i'm trusting you um so yeah. i remember when this came into effect i feel like it was 2018 it was definitely 2018 because i feel like I 2018 because that's when everything changed basically everything. and they kept talking about gdpr gdpr nah. general general uh-huh. general what data protection regulation yeah come on we need some three quarters of the way there look at us go um so it basically says that we have the right to access control our data and how it's used mm. and this talking head that we have i didn't write down his name sorry son uh, he basically says that like this isn't the case in america but still it affects us in the uk because mm. as we said before like six of the main like tech companies or whatever it is are in america so like if their regulations or their rules i don't know how it works would they have to comply by our rules when they're operating within the uk or is yeah. it that their they do. I think if they're operating in the UK, they've got to comply by UK go laws by regulation. Okay, so basically still fucked in America then. Yeah, basically. But yeah. So um, Joy is speaking to Congress, which can I just say, like, Joy, I am proud of her. Yeah. Because she's speaking to Congress. Yeah, she did take it. She took the struggle far, but she's a bit annoying at times, but yeah. We'll get there. She's speaking to Congress, yeah, about these algorithms. And like, Kathy's basically saying, like, we need regulation before the algorithms are implemented yeah not no. just like oh hey here's the algorithm all oh, my bad souls don't know what it was doing like let's take it out like no yeah we need right, to yeah. she kathy kathy is a hero here. she's a really good one i really liked her i really, I really enjoyed her like i kind of want to read her book but i don't know if i'd understand it um so we need to ensure that you know these algorithms are not racist they're not sexist they're not mm. discriminating against people with disabilities or anyone else basically yeah, yeah. which agree right so we see the footage of Joy in Congress and she's, she's doing really, really well. Like, she's killing it. Like, Olivia's nodding despite her yeah. previous comments. Uh, so she brings up the apartments in Brooklyn, the technology in the UK. She's doing so, so well. And we see AOC here and she basically is like throwing Joy these like questions basically allowing her to make her points by answering the yeah, questions yeah, and it's just yeah. such a great scene Miss Bulamwini, I heard your opening statement and we saw that these algorithms are... Um, effective to different degrees. So are they most effective on women? No. Are they most effective on people of color? Absolutely not. Are they most effective on people of different gender expressions? No, in fact, they exclude them. So what demographic is it mostly effective on? White men. 
And who are the primary engineers and designers of these algorithms? Definitely white men. So we have a technology that was created and designed by one demographic that is only mostly effective on that one demographic, and they're trying to sell it and impose it on the entirety of the country. I was like, yeah, go on, Joy. Like, I'm so proud of her, yeah. So then we get this montage of, like, news footage basically saying that, like, different states have banned the use of facial recognition technology that landlord in them brooklyn apartments he withdraws his request to have the biometrics um which is good but one of the tenants is kind of like okay cool that's nice and everything i love that for us but however they might what if he changes his mind in Mm. the future like what if he's just kind of laying off it now because there's so much heat on it Mm. and he just changes his mind in the future so like it has to be a thing where it's banned all over the country yeah um at a federal level yeah Yeah. at a federal level so that no one can do this and so then we get this bit where um joyce is like reading out a poem um spoken word piece uh, sorry i'm so sorry it's in the salon salon scene no this was the other one. Oh, okay <laughs> i'm waiting for the salon scene oh i'm gonna get there in a bit i'm oh. going to get there so she reads out this poem um via zoom and they love it and they love joy and i love it so i said you know what? great she helped them it's great vibes okay um so yeah that's basically the documentary uh it was a really good documentary mm. i really enjoyed it I loved what it was about. I loved the way it was presented. I loved the way the story was told. I loved the way it was shot. It was a really good documentary. I yeah, really enjoyed yeah. it. Also, this documentary made me want to like leave my job and do whatever the fuck Joy's doing. I was, Honestly, like, like, I was like, cyber? Uh, uh, what's technology, it? Technology? AI? Great. Have some of that. Give me all of it. But now it's time for... The real crime, I think was the beard our segment where we focus on something during the documentary that may not be criminal but we definitely consider it to be a crime i'm gonna go first okay the real crime i think uh and joy love you you are really the hero of this documentary but there was this part where she was getting her hair done <laughs> we've got the same point okay and um <laughs> she's getting her hair done and then she like volunteers to do some spoken word and i was like okay it was uh you know really really spoken wordy and i said you know what cool it's a documentary and then she did it again in the <laughs> yeah. zoom i said joy i said joy have you missed your calling i don't think you have because this was a great documentary so you're doing what you should be doing and i was just like it was just cringe to me it was I, so cringe i used to really love spoken word back when i was like in uni i did six, no it was even before uni i think oh, i was like wow. 16 mm. do you remember when they used to do um vocals and verses yes that was my bag but since then i you know I understand this may make me bad vibes and I don't want to offend anyone in the spoken word community. Oh no. But obviously like I just feel like there's a time and a place and the time and a place is on stage. And, and not in the time get your hair done. And not so much. She was like, I've got a piece if you're ready for it. She volunteered. She didn't even wait for anyone to say Hold on, she just started. Open the door, close the door. I, I am, am so confused. confused. Lost in the friction of life. Oh, no. To be fair though, it was a good one. Did you click at the end? What happened? What happened at the end? So at the end of the documentary when they're playing the outro music. Yeah. It's her spoken word, but it turned into a song. No. I said, Joe, not let us rest. No. <laughs> no, no, Play at the end when they're doing the credits, it's her song. But you know what? I was okay because the song sounds better than when she was doing it. They've turned. You know it- what? I understand that people mm. can be multifaceted. Do you know what I mean? Like, just because you're a, you know, freedom fighter and you're like an algorithm person doesn't yeah, mean yeah. that you can't 
she's spoken about it. I don't to her credit like she did mix the two and like make it <laughs> marry her hobbies and stuff but like nah. I was like Joy like we didn't have to do this like why are we here and you can even see you know she's doing it the hairdresser she clicks her hand like she moves her head like you keep your head still <laughs> she got time for this I was just like, trying to get your cornrows done you're there doing open the door out, close the I door thought, out, so I'm confused. so confused I was so confused because I said how did we get here do you know what it is she probably spoke to the, um, the producers was like I just need to get this bit out can we just have the scene where okay, I'm just doing my the real crime word? is yeah i think yeah that the editors did not remove this from the thing <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing for her to do it it's another thing well, for you to keep it there. in there both of you are at fault they're both at fault for that shalini you as well you're at fault she didn't what she was doing because that when i when i heard that i was like nah uh, i want to go back surely and not I can't be- <laughs> Surely we're not here. Heavens no. <laughs> Heavens no. Yeah, that was my crime. Yeah, okay. I'm glad we were on the same. I wasn't sure if it was going to be a crime, you know, because I know that you... No, it was definitely my crime. That was in my notes. So I was like, what's this? It's so funny because I was watching it and I was like, normally, like, I'll watch it and, like, when it comes to the real crime, like, something mm. will stand out to me, like, this is so fucking dumb or, like, whatever, or mm-hmm, this is silly mm-hmm. or whatever. And, like, it was, we were going through the documentary, going through the documentary, I said, oh, this is going to be a hard find. Like, I don't know if I'm going to have one. As soon as it happened, I said, My eyes lit up. Here we go. My eyes lit up. I said, here we go. We're in. And that's, we're why in. I was like, that's why I said she's a bit annoying. It was that. Like, yeah. I was thinking you were doing so well up until that point. No, but the thing is, it's very on brand for her. Yeah, it's very Because well, after the cape and the glasses, she's yeah. she's gonna try anything. And I was like, you she? know what? Like, I love I. One thing I love, yeah, is when people are like a hundred percent unapologetically themselves. Yeah, obviously, unless you're a dickhead, but even still, it's like you're yourself. It? Own it. And like you own it. Yeah, like, just yeah. be who you are. You can't be bending and folding to try and like mm. you know like conform to society's wiles. Like, literally, like just be who you are and like love it. And especially yeah, with Joy, yeah. like she's not hurting anyone. Obviously, just us. With just like words. But but I mean, besides that, like she's not actually hurting anybody and it's like no. it's me it's, it's our it's us it's us it's our issue, you know yeah, it's our issue. there's nothing actually wrong with her doing, doing spoken that. word or and whatever the lyrics but you know they were on brand they weren't lyrics because it was spoken words so uh, it, what it was they the poem them? i don't know what they i don't know the us, words us and the words uh, i don't know word, the sonnet whatever it is it was only it was <laughs> the haiku <laughs> the haiku the haiku whatever it was like when I, when I listened to it i was like okay fair enough like you're making your point you're making your point she's trying to appeal to a wider audience exactly and that's what she said she did say she was like look like i just want to this is a good way to appeal to diversify or die diversify or die yeah and i was like do you know what i hear it obviously this documentary is doing that i am the wider audience it has appealed to me yeah. spoken word was not necessary <laughs> but if if that appeals to an even wider audience so be it who am i do you know what i mean i'm just a girl on the internet like you don't have to don't worry about what i think do you know what i mean keep doing what you're doing but then also at least why is she not gone to like a small small venue Small, small, small. She probably, you think she hasn't? Couldn't they not have recorded that? Why in the hair salon? Did you really braided? want to see a performance? <laughs> <laughs> but then I guess, I guess to be honest, it makes sense because if that would have maybe been a bit more palatable because it's yeah. like you're in the right setting. You're ball, in the right setting. She's getting her hair done. It is as well. She is a spoken word as well. Like it's just like the way the way that they express how they feel. And she's tried to do all that and the hair just like, can you keep your ass flat head keep still? Keep your head still. I'm trying to do oh. these braids. And you know when they did that scene, I was like, okay, cool. That was her like personal scene. Like she she chose. I let her have it then. Yeah. I mean, I still put it as my real crime at that point, but yeah. I let her have it. Then I have to go back and edit it and say, rah, again. Yeah, and it's like yeah, on yeah, Zoom, yeah. I'm looking at the screen, you're looking at me, I'm looking at you, and I'm just having to <laughs> smile. <laughs> Thumbs up, buddy. <laughs> well done. Oh, well done. Well done, buddy. That was funny. But um, 
yeah so that yeah next time i'll be back with another amazing guest while forens is on her hiatus and we will be covering a channel 4 documentary called jeremy kyle death on daytime oh wow like i said i've watched this we've recorded this episode already because i need to get these episodes done basically before the wedding in it so this one has been recorded and edited already it's a really good episode really good episode really good documentary like you should definitely watch it um it's on channel 4 it's just about like in fact I'll play the trailer. They don't know what it's about. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really good episode. In the meantime, between time, you can find us on Two Girls One Doc, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, blah blah blah, YouTube, um, TikTok with Two Girls One Doc podcast and two girls one doc at gmail.com you can send us your thoughts feelings concerns you can send us documentaries that you want to want us to cover um and yeah where can they find you do you want them to find you yeah you can find me i mean there's nothing there but if you go on instagram uh, i am l-x-v-s-t-y-l-e because live style was taken and <laughs> uh, so on instagram on twitter i'm the same thing and yeah thank you so much for having me oh of course the best time i knew it would be a good vibe obviously <laughs> is here to find out if one of his granddaughters has stolen from him now earlier this what what is it why does everybody talk what is that shut up what it is you love fucking unbelievable no 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 shush shut up yeah i've got it i don't know just don't worry about it gonna go just do it come on the music back from the break just do it why do you want an actor to speak your words the number of secrets we've kept is frightening if i was to be found speaking out it would be career suicide it is scary to go against ITV. It's a massive corporation when I'm just me. Bring your sister out as well. Give you you're anything. anything. You're acting like you're consultant. What are you talking about? We were kind of a cult. I know that sounds bad, but I would say we was a cult because nobody was allowed to know what goes on in that office unless you worked in there. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I know 100. percent I hurt people directly. After 14 years and more than 3,000 episodes, the Jeremy Cowell Show has been docked. The talk show, which has run for 14 years, was permanently cancelled earlier today following the death of a participant. I felt like I had blood on my hands, like we, we felt like we killed someone. Do you think you helped any of the guests who came on the show? I wish I had, but I reckon I never fucking helped a single one. Open the door, close the door. I am so confused, confused. Lost. lost in the friction of life. No, I have never read a diction. Mary, in my life, Mary. quite scary. Oh, it's Mary, Mary, Mary. Quite contrary, isn't it? But my head is big with wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom, wiki, 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 wiki. Okay. The other one is what's the other one? Um, kill, punch, stab, believe. <laughs> Why is this suburban kid so mad? Hmm. I have no clue. But oh. I'm mad. And I'ma hurt all of you. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta be home by curfew. <laughs> it's like, so till I'm free that. from all this love, my <gasps> family supposedly giving me. I would be mad for oh. no damn 
reason. I love you, Dad. Oh my god. Okay, let me pause it. I'm glad we had the same crime because yeah, like I'm